0: Welcome everyone to the TCR podcast episode 219. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, uh, reporting live from the winter storm uh, on the East Coast right now. <laughs> I'm joined by Justin Chow.
1: That's me. I was. I thought, I swear to God, I thought you were going Alex first.
2: No. Nah, I, <laughs> I, like, I, I thought the two, I was ready. It's a I deep, was, it's a deep I was decision. I'm
1: always trying to throw curveballs. I'm also joined you by You had
2: a also. 50-50 shot. It's wet out there, Justin. Now to sports. Uh, <laughs>
0: there are none because of multiple reasons. Well, actually, next week is the uh, Super Bowl, isn't it? It's the Super Disney Bowl, yeah, Girl. Sunday. Oh, man. Are
1: you excited for it? Because uh, apparently, and I know nothing about football, but is Tom Brady the quarterback of one of the, the teams that are going? And, like, that's... Can,
2: pop quiz. Can you tell me who's playing in the Super Bowl? Either Wait, of you. The
1: Buccaneers? <laughs> yes. And...
2: Ooh, I know. Steelers. Not the they Steelers. were in... That the second team was in the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl last you year. You can't ask me about
1: history, man. I will not get it. I know
0: it's not like an obvious team. I know it's not the Giants. I know it's not the Jets. I know it's not the Patriots. Uh, I feel like it's like the Ravens or something. I don't know.
2: It is the Chiefs. The Chiefs.
0: There it is.
1: Ah, the Chiefs. I, they got see, a young I thought they got their shot.
0: name taken away.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, that's probably coming. It is <laughs> Isn't that the Redskins?
1: Coming. Is that uh, the Redskins? The Washington,
2: no, no, the no, reds no, Red, are
1: something else. The Washington Redskins, Redskins are the Washington,
2: Kansas City Chiefs. They're the Washington football team right now until oh. they change their name. And oh. the Cleveland Indians, the baseball team, This I know this is a great conversation. I was going to say, just start off with... that. No, I'm, I'm learning right now.
1: The Cleveland,
2: the Cleveland Indians are also going to be changing their name over the next couple of years. Yeah, you figure the Chiefs would be like... I mean, anyway. So Well, football. one's like... that sort of... You can make the argument that that's a little bit more respectable, like Braves. You know, they're Warriors, sure, Chiefs, sure. rather than like Redskins, Redskins <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not exactly <laughs> or right. Indians. It's um, a little bit more uh, straightforward.
0: I always look Wait. forward to the Super Bowl every year because it means that we get to make an entire serving of buffalo chicken dip and eat it and not feel bad about it.
1: <laughs> I uh, we, I'm just you excited. Don't dip.
0: What's up? <laughs> just <laughs> guzzle it. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, but no joke. Serious talk for a second. Tom Brady is on one of those teams, right? And he was just like recently traded to that team. Mm-hmm. Therefore, now common denominator, he is literally the goat. He is like the he, greatest of all time.
2: I he is forty three. He was on the Patriots for like twenty years, and then he, you're right. This is his first year on the Buccaneers with like a lot of new people. Yeah, and uh, he, he's there.
1: He's just the best. He can carry. You pepper it. a little Tom Brady into whatever team. It becomes the best team. I don't know anything about football, or be- baseball or hockey or what the fuck ever. But if that uh, was the
2: one thing you knew, you'd be pretty close to being right.
1: Yeah, yeah I feel I mean, like it. I okay. Think, anyway, I think he's we can go big, back to video games now. I just wanted to ask. Yeah, I think he's somebody who actually follows sports. Thank you, Alex. That's,
2: You're welcome.
0: So very exciting stuff. Uh, yeah. So today is uh, hardcore Blizzard Town Central in uh, on the East Coast here. Uh, Liz is not joining us this evening, but uh, that's all right because we've still got some nice news topics to go through this week uh we can talk about some bayonetta 3 shenanigans uh this will also lead into nintendo releasing their release schedule for the rest of 2021 uh it's not good news surprising uh and then there's also a bunch of new games and stuff that i'm excited to talk about but before we get started uh justin what have you
1: been playing lately no jokes, straight up, uh, not much. I've not played anything really since last time we talked, except, uh, no. I haven't Are even you? really picked up Immortal Phoenix Risings. I kinda, I, I'm kind of, i not going to drop, I'm not saying I'm dropping off. I'm really excited to pick up, weirdly enough, we were talking about Final Fantasy Nine last time. I'm kind of, I feel energy going in that direction, so I might go into that. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, really, I, we've been playing a lot of tabletop lately. Tabletop simulator and playing, like, board games with people. Yeah, I feel like I'm just yearning for... You know, social interaction more. I, I don't know. I was Who uh, knows?
0: I was on my Switch the other day, um, and I saw Liz sign on, and she was playing Final Fantasy 9 and I was immediately like, "I need to download and play this game right now." <laughs> so <laughs> I actually redownloaded it on my PlayStation. I think I might, I might start it again just because
1: I. It's just the best. It's the best Final Fantasy. Um, yeah. I just, wanna, I just want to. I want to. I want to experience it with the idea. That it is in fact the the like penultimate PlayStation Final Fantasy game, and that's that's how I want to see it as, and like look for those details because I feel like they're there. I just didn't really consider that last time. I was just comparing it to Final Fantasy VII, yeah, which is unfair all the yeah. time. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> it's a beautiful sense.
0: it's a beautiful game. Uh, Alex, what have you been playing lately? Pass
2: pass. No, I've been I, I've been pretty much in the same boat as Justin. Um, I have some single player games that I want to play, but. I've been feeling an urge to play uh, like smaller experiences, like your risk of rain yep, yep. Uh, or, or even mind. Apex, just like sort of things you can just jump into and jump out of, or uh, more social things. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I'm alone all the time. It's like jumping in to play 13 Sentinels, which I do want to do, or jumping into a longer experience has been, I don't know. It's just, it. I don't have that, like, I get it. I get when it. I'm out in the world, right? Yeah. You're like <laughs> I'm talking to all these people and I come home and I have this nice single, like, singular experience. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, I'm at my computer all day doing fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. And it just haven't had the same drive. Um, I think once the game starts to really come out, once we get into 2021, um, there will be something that kind of sparks that interest again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but right now, it's been... Honestly, I've been playing stupid mobile games. You know, just the little quick experiences that I can just jump into and jump out of. Yeah. That's been more uh, my speed.
0: See, I feel like I'm kind of in the opposite boat. I'm, I'm kind of loving the fact that, like, not really a lot's coming out right now. Because usually when, like, there's a lot of releases back-to-back, I get very, like, oh, man, I need to play this game, and I only have a week to beat it before this other game comes out. Right. So I feel like I, I end up, like kind of spoiling those experiences for myself but right now since there's such a gap i've been able to like kind of settle into a bunch of games and really get to enjoy them um and so a couple of those this will lead into one of the topics so i beat uh hyrule warriors age of calamity that is it's great it's a great game i mean you you know exactly what to expect out of it but the story wraps up pretty nicely um and honestly it's just kind of like a fun game to just turn on and just
2: fuck around with. That could be a good one, actually, to just kind of...
1: I think yeah. my Switch is up so I could both download Final Fantasy IX and also beat Hyrule Warriors because after Justin told me to seriously just beeline the story missions instead of trying to do all the like little side bullshit, uh, I think that's exactly what I want to do. I yeah.
2: feel like... I just take a step back for a second. I feel like every time we mention a game, Chow, you're like, maybe I'll play that.
1: No, and no, no. I just- literally put my Switch <laughs> t- together. It had no batteries, solely to play that because Justin talked to me after the podcast last time after he yeah. beat the game. And yeah. I was like, okay, I think I need to know what that story is like. I'll be and they I asked him some questions. And they were spoilers. They were spoiler questions. And he told me the answers. And I was like, don't worry. It's and I'm already uh, upset. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think I think there's still a lot to look forward to there. And honestly, I think a testament to just how like fun that game is is like I'm I'm the type of person that like the second I'm done with a game, like the second I beat it, like, nothing gives me more joy than just, like, going to the home never screen, playing it again. deleting that game, and then, like, putting it in a box and putting it on the shelf and never touching it again. Like, that, that is, like, because it's such a sense of, sense of closure for me that I'm like, okay, this is good. Like, it, like that chapter is closed now. Um, but after I beat it, I have, I had a couple other games that I wanted to jump into, but, like, I found myself just turning it back on and just doing random side missions. And, like, even that's just fun because it, it is kind of mindless, but it's, like... But it's like good, you know. So yeah, it feels I, good.
1: It's a Dynasty Warriors game.
2: Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Skirbo? Yeah, yeah. Is it a pro or a con for you
1: that the Switch does not have trophies? Uh, a pro. It's a great question. It's, yeah, it's, I feel it's like it would be a pro less, less pressure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I can definitely have more sort of like unfiltered like, and this is a, a, a terrible descriptor, but uh, just more like fun with a game. Like I can just play it like very kind of like carefree you know and that that's a very nice feeling so and then when i'm in playstation world it's like all right i'm just i could just mainline this thing
2: you know because you're because tr- you are the person that gets out of the three of us the most enjoyment uh for sure out of those trophies and trophy yeah. hunting getting those done so i was curious if it's like you're because you just jump back into hyrule warriors yeah or you are like eh, i wish there was something i could go for here rather than just messing around or I mean, if it's kind of yeah. a little bit
0: there kind of is because there's a there's a big map and like when you finish a thing it turns blue and it's orange when you don't when it's not blue so it's like okay well at least i can see it turn blue but it's not like i'm (laughs) i'm not getting some sort of like deeper satisfaction out of it it's just kind of like something to be doing like little
1: extra challenges
0: yeah it's it's like the same reason why i would go back and like play tetris and just fuck around with it because just the
1: the feeling of playing the game is is really gratifying Um, and there's still, and what's fun about it too, is like, there's still the level of like, you can get better at the game. You know what I mean? Like there's things where you can like, oh wow, you can link combos into other combos. And then like, then your musao gauge is full and then you can do, it's interesting. that's
2: And
0: there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like different characters in that game. So, you know, I went through most of the game and like, there's a handful of characters that I've still literally never played a single time. So it's like, really? Yeah, so I'm like, okay, like, you know, I could go back and experience something still new, you know? Um, but anyway, And you just so, beelined it, right? Sorry. Yeah, we're, I, I, we're just, I went all story. I went all story. And that was worth it to me because, like, the most interesting thing about that game was kind of the context uh, around its story. Um, but, yeah, so that game is really good. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about before I get to the main thing I want to talk about was uh, since the last podcast, I've been playing a lot, a lot of that Resident Evil-verse closed beta. Really? Dude, final verdict on this, it is actually good. It is actually good, and it is actually fun. And I don't know if it's just because, like... I mean, like, Chow, you played Resident Evil 2, so, like, you know what it feels like to run around and shoot
1: stuff in that game, right? Yeah, it does if you... Yeah, you can definitely play that game in an action-oriented way. Yeah, And it definitely feels different, for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and this game is exactly that. It's it's just like using those mechanics in more of like a team deathmatch kind of way. Uh, you can shut off that garish comic cell shaded filter. So you don't need that. So you can run it and it'll just look like Resident Evil 2, which is oh, fucking cool. awesome. Really like that. But uh, it was weird. Like every time I turned on my PlayStation, and maybe, maybe part of it was like... I know that I will only have this for a little while. So, like, anytime I turned it on, I I would just, like, jump into it to see if... Like, because there's weird hours where it was available. But, like, almost every time I turned on my PlayStation, I would start playing that game and just... Just... I I must have spent at least, like, 10 or 15
1: hours with it over the course of the entire beta, which is, like, shocking to me. Okay, question. Would, uh... Well, one, is this... Does it feel like a Resident Evil game? Yes. Okay. And two... Is it good to kind of, like, condition your players to, like, play the game more action-oriented than, like, horror-oriented? I think it has its
0: place. I, like, it's, like, this game is clearly its own thing. Clearly it's separate It's not from a Resident like, Evil
1: game. You're not playing no. scary games anymore. It's, like, no, literally, you're, you're just taking the characters, and it's Smash Brothers. It's, it's, but it's like, Team
0: Deathmatch. It's a third-person shooter yeah. Team Deathmatch. Um, but okay. it actually adds some interesting mechanics and stuff into it. Um... Is it going to change
1: saying. the Resident Evil like franchise for like the better? Do you think?
0: No, um, no. but as a, I'll, I'll tell you what, as a free add-on to Resident Evil Eight, it's actually like what I would consider to be a pretty high quality addition to that game.
2: Co- compared to um, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, how's it rank?
0: Kind of better. I mean, like, wow. I, I like Ghost of Tsushima Legends a lot. Now, now I like it for different reasons. Okay, so better better is not a fair statement. Because Legends, I think, does cooperative online multiplayer super, super well. This game, at least, the, the only mode that it had was free-for-all. So, like, right. it is single-player online multiplayer. Like, you were, like... It would not be fun for, like, us to be talking to each other while we're playing the game. And I'm not sure if they're going to incorporate some sort of team deathmatch, but, like, just me logging on for a second and just, like, playing a quick match, I got a very good feeling of, like, I'm running around and I'm shooting and I'm doing interesting things and it feels good to do well and, like, I don't know. I I feel like if you... Are adept at Resident Evil shooting. It's like it's just a cool venue to use those skills. You know,
1: there's no like, uh, there's no actual like team oriented tasks. It's literally no. just kill the other guys. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But it's so it's, I'm it's free. A, that's
2: just the beta. That?
0: Yeah. So th- this was just for the beta. I don't know if there's going to be any other sort of modes. But what I like about it the most is it has this very interesting uh, scoring mechanic. Where like in most team deathmatch, it's like you kill the guy and you get one point right? In this, it is not like that at all. Like, there's there's certain ways that you can kill enemies. There's certain enemies that you can try to be killing. Like, if you kill the guy who just killed you, you'll get 50 points for the kill instead of 20 points, because you got, like, a revenge kill, right? Because um,
2: uh, it has an R.E. in
0: it? No, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, or there's, like, you know, so you play as the, like, characters, you know, like, the main characters, and then... Th- After you die, you turn into one of the bioweapons, like Tyrant or Nemesis or whatever. And as those creatures, you have, like, multiple ways of killing people. And one of each person's moves is, like, a finisher, which is, like, very powerful, but it's hard to hit with. Uh, But if you kill someone with a finisher, you get this really flashy, crazy animation thing, and you get, like, way more points for doing that. Um, So it's just, like, it's fun. There's just a lot of interesting balancing going on there, and I was shocked, shocked genuinely shocked because i was probably the most negative person on that before i started Um, (laughs) and uh yeah interesting to find out that that was good
1: well that's kind of cool i kind of want to try it yeah the, uh, the closed beta is over yeah
0: but i believe there will be an open beta probably within the next like probably sometime in this month or next month there will probably be an open beta um okay so now this leads on to uh the last bit of news which or the last game that i've been playing Uh, which is more topical, more, uh, you know, about now, right? Oh, I also beat Hitman 3. Fucking awesome. Every level. All All the stages,
1: as Elizabeth asked?
0: Every level was better than the last one. Really, really good game. Oh, great. How many Um, levels are there? Six. So, okay, so that's that. So now, the main game that I've been playing, and I spent a lot of time with it today, uh, was that new uh, Xbox-exclusive Called the Medium. Uh, this was their horror game that was advertised as the first like true Xbox Series X game. Okay, right. Um, now it's it's clearly trying to be like a Silent Hill type of thing. It's a slow moving, static camera angle, you know, walkabout. Right. Um, no real combat to speak of, like no guns or anything. It's almost like a point and click adventure game. Um, honestly. It's like, and I've probably spent like three or eh, probably like five or six hours with it at this point. Um, It's not good. It's not fun, at least from my my perspective. First, like gameplay wise, it's just very uninteresting. The story is is just coming off very flat. But most shockingly, and I've been talking to Shane a lot, who's playing it on PC. um, Technically, like mechanically, like the things that the game is doing are just very bad. Like, the animations are, like, straight amateurish. Like, the, like, I just want to find, f- for you, Justin, this is specifically for you, um, oh, yeah. the run animation for the main character. <laughs> uh,
1: Justin it, hates run animations. It might no, if run be, animation isn't done well, man. That's what you're going to be looking at most of the time. It I might be it enough, the Lord. worst running in a
0: game I've seen in my entire life. To me please. wow
1: it, bold it, send, send it, it my way
2: too
0: i'm telling you it's it's terrible it's terrible um and
2: so who made this game while you're looking for that some
0: studio called blooper i don't know if they've ever done anything before um
2: but really um, i thought it would be a more acclaimed studio um
1: i remember when you, i remember we've had talks about like what's it called um blood symphony or what what was that the Castlevania-esque kind of game. Um, Bloodstained. 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 That game's cool. And I remember thinking that game, that game was really cool, but the running animation was very stiff.
2: Well, that was 2D, too. Uh, I was medium. Too.
1: Oh, Wait. man, I need to...
0: The medium I... is uh, third person? What's that? The medium is the third medium? person, yes. Oh, Okay. Okay. Okay, I found I found a decent example of it. This is not the best example, but I just need to get your guys' hot take on what this looks like. So, get me. The screen is uh is split in two. Um, I would pay attention to the top screen. Is there a chat in this thing? Am I missing something? There
1: is a chat in the thing. I I always it's at the top on the top oh, right.
0: Weird. Okay, here we go. So, just watch this part of this video. And watch the top portion of the screen and just look at her running.
1: (laughs) What? Oh, it's
0: bad. So, so the whole the whole split mechanic. She's like
1: doing a like a light jog, (laughs) like a brisk jog, and that's full speed running, and it
0: never changes. Her legs like kicking out to the sides almost. It's just weird. So a lot. So yeah. So the, the game, the animations are are totally bad. I'm having a, a serious problem and I'm playing this on a series X, right? So I'm playing it on the console. It was intent. Like it was built for, right? Right. Frame drops like a motherfucker all the time. Like you transition between scenes or cutscenes start and there's just like massive, like chunks of, mm. of frames missing.
1: That would, honestly, that would probably be the one thing that it couldn't do like it to be a successful, I don't know. I make a successful impression. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like just you're, be like a technical showcase of it. I mean,
0: that's the way that it was pitched. You know, so I you, wouldn't be so an, hard on it if that wasn't literally how they sold it
2: to us. But you're yeah. one of the first, like, ex- it's an exclusive. One of the first Xbox Series X exclusives. Yep. You you gotta get your you gotta get your frames, yeah.
0: dude. It's the, it's even the kind of thing where like I'll start an area and like you'll see as you're moving around the stage, like textures just pop into places and it's like, where's this SSD, you know, right. Teraflop yeah. action happening. Like what, what is going on right now?
2: This is a ported game from an old, this has to be,
0: it's, it seems like it. It seems like it. Um, so this,
2: these, these guys made screw, but you're going to know these more than either of us, but there's a Blair witch game. Oh yeah. That and that. <laughs> they did all of the layers of fear. Okay. games
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, so these are these are like pc centric like first person uh horror games and not very good ones at that uh layers of fear has a fan base but i know the blair witch game like we we demoed that at pax before it came out and then ali actually gave it a real shot when it came out
1: and it was not good there ali gave blair witch project a shot she gave it a leave it yeah <laughs> it? oh that's right because we had a review code okay one of
2: their first games it was not a horror game. It was on Nintendo DS in two thousand eleven called Double Bloob. Wow. Great. <laughs> Double
0: another Bloober Studio.
2: Yeah, look it up. So
0: actually I'm curious, what's the what's the metacritic on this game right now?
2: Seventy seven.
0: That is that is shocking, shockingly generous, I would say. That I is mean, it's a generous.
1: really cool idea for sure.
2: what when I see I a game with seventy seven What's that? When I see a game with a 77 to me that means
0: that means high function.
2: That means well that means there's something good about it but something's wrong with it too.
0: I'm telling, I'm telling you something is you. very wrong with this game. Like even from a <laughs> horror perspective like it's not even scary. It almost like tries to lean on like weird like torture gory we're just going to show you something gross for a second. Yeah and okay. And it's like it's not actually scary. It's like it's not even really like unnerving or anything. It's just like weird. Like I don't know. And I, I don't know. I've been playing it for a while, and I'm just really not sure what to make of it. So See,
1: I don't know. I mean, the way I've always thought about when whether it be Metacritic scores or whatever, I feel like there's it really only falls into like four categories, right? It's either like this is actually a good game and there's magic here. This is a good game technically, like decent. It's a good game. Yeah. This is a, a mediocre game. This is like doing the bare minimum to do to be a game. Yeah. And then they're non-functioning. <laughs> you yeah. know what Anything I mean?
0: like 60 or below is non-functioning. And I'd say around 75 is that like, this I is agree. a game. Mediocre.
1: Yeah. It's like that is the bare minimum to a game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then like this is on- 80, 80 or higher is like the, this is a good game. And you should probably play it. And then 90 is like, there's really no excuse why you're not playing this game.
1: Yeah. I it's got said. a, it's got a very positive on. Scene. It looks interesting. It looks interesting though. Solving mysteries between the light world and the dark world, kind of interesting. Igen, so gave it an thing. eight. It's like
0: it's trying to be a Resident Evil game in the sense that like you're trying to figure out like where do I find this key like to Silent do this thing. But know? at least what I've done so far, and like I said, I've played the game for like four hours or so at this point. It's extremely extremely linear it's extremely linear like you're just going on one path and actually this is this is a weird uh thing and i'm not sure if anyone's going to mention this but they are and this is funny because we were talking about trophies and stuff before they are so aggressive with the achievements in this game like to the point where i was like trying to figure out how to shut the notifications off because they were popping so constantly like you pick up a, a a note and it's like you picked up the note and then you like read the note, and it's like you read the note, it, and it's like you would get look, two separate achievements for that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this, like is this real? This is.
2: I feel like if I was making this is something we've never really talked about. It, I don't think, but for a game like this, as supposed to be atmospheric, you're supposed to be in it, and you're supposed to be immersed. If I were making a game like that, trophies, achievements, that could be a problem. Oh, like yeah. that, that is immersion breaking. Full. And. We're, we're we've been sort of we're like we're used to it at this point but if you're if you want your player in there you can't have those popping all the time because they are distracting
0: no absolutely and it's like it's one thing to have them pop like once in a while but then like you know like certain ones would pop in it and xbox like tells you what you did to achieve that thing whereas playstation just pops the trophy and it's like you got this trophy um and some of them are like they're making me like second guess myself where I'm like, wait, what? Like, like one of the ones that I just popped recently is like, is like you found all the blank in a, in a, an entire playthrough. And I was like, wait, what? Like, am I almost (laughs) done with this game already? Like, what, like, what are you talking about? You know?
2: Um, it's These it, are not the things you should be asking yourself as a player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying while playing,
0: especially when I'm like in a story that even up to this point, four hours in, I still don't really know what the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it. I don't know. There's a, to me, there's a lot of problems with this game. I would, I think it is not a good showcase for what the Series X can do or anything like that. Um, I don't know. At this stage, we I'm know- going to see it through to the end. Like I'm going to beat it. But like, I just, mm, I don't know. It's gonna be hard to recommend this one.
2: Do we know the next exclusive coming out? Because those guys, um, I'm on the subreddit. They're hungry. They're yeah. hungry for. They're hungry for exclusives. They're hungry to really have that game. You know, to uh, to show off.
0: Hmm. Um, and what is?
2: That? I mean, PlayStation doesn't even really have that yet. Really, have what? that exclusive title i mean Demon I, mis- Souls, I guess you could one? say how about new ip that maybe that's a better like new ip exclusive like this is your but still yeah i'm yeah, just curious like, what i'm, I'm scrolling watch.
0: through some stuff and like none none of it has any dates so like i don't really know when it would be but i mean obviously halo and like i don't even know that game scorn
2: Mm. Which honestly, oh, this yeah. game
0: it reminds me a lot of that, which is like sort of like a weird, gory kind of, you know.
1: Scorn was like that. I honestly have no experience with Scorn. Wait, wasn't Scorn
2: the working title for John Wick? No, isn't that that fun it, fact?
1: It's, it's that weird
0: first-person shooter that's done. That's like all Ed Gein art. Like, no, I
2: mean, I think it's both. I think I'm saying I think it's both though. Oh, I see. I think John Wick was originally called Scorn. Also, that game
0: uh, Mecca or whatever. Yeah. i don't know xbox is fucking weird right now but i will say i'm still i'm still enjoying the value that game pass offers i'll at least say that
2: and i think uh while i'm thinking about it Re- returnal for some reason returnal and the medium are like almost the same in my head yeah um but that got delayed returnal i did uh, see like that and i'm actually months.
0: kind of bummed about that that's a house marks ps5 right. exclusive um yeah it got pushed back to what like may or something
2: just a couple months but yeah it Shame.
0: Shame that. And did you know...
2: Did I know? Uh, Did you know that in some reality, hopefully this one, um, the God of War sequel is allegedly coming out this year? What? I just don't don't see that happening.
0: I also don't see that happening. But but you know what the biggest tragedy of that game is going to be? Is that it's also going to release on PS4. So it's not... It's not going to, like, this is kind of, like, the thing that's got me kind of fucked up over the new consoles. Like, that game is going to be on PS4. The new uh, Horizon game is going to be on PS4. Like, you know, the so is, is, like, I want games that are going to be leveraging the new hardware in a significant way. So if something like God of War is, like, is also being programmed for PlayStation 4, it's, like... The, the benefits that this version is going to get is, is going to be sort of like surface level, right? Like maybe a yeah. bump in resolution, maybe a bump in frame rate, which is nice and uh, very much appreciated, right? But, but like, now you're feeling
1: like you bought a PS4 Pro Pro.
0: I mean, basically. Like that, that's, yeah. that's really what it does feel like. Um, yeah. And to my knowledge, the only games that are like PS5 exclusive right now, like Demon's Souls kind of spoiled us in the beginning because like when I turned on Demon's Souls, I was like, holy shit.
2: Like this, you could not play that on ps4
0: no there's not a, a ps4 release of demon souls and yeah like when i looked at that game i'm like this game looks fucking incredible and it runs super well like that it it was just great you know what i mean so then when i think about games like returnal or i know the new ratchet and clank like those games are specifically made for playstation 5 and i'm more excited for those because i'm like okay like this now we get to see what this console's like, essentially, what it what it can do. Why we have to play it on this, you know? Um, but, yeah, the God of War thing is, like... It's, like, I'm excited to play another God of War game, no doubt. But uh, I just... I wish it was a PS5 exclusive. I don't know. I know just, it's not yeah. a smart business move, but, you know.
2: I think... I mean, if they put in the time, they can still make it look great. Oh, I, sure. I, There will be something lost there. And sorry for getting some background noise. There's going uh, to be thing? plows going just forever. Oh, okay. um, But yeah, I mean, I I think it's going to look good regardless. I see what you're saying. I don't think it's going to come out this year. I think it's going to be like a a March or summer or next year (laughs) game.
0: So speaking of uh, games that come out this year, uh, this leads us into our first news topic. Uh, So this article comes from us from uh, Nintendo Life. And they say, Nintendo shares their release schedule for 2021 and beyond, comma, And it's looking pretty bare. So (laughs) what they're doing is they're referencing a uh, financial document, which I will share with you guys in our cool little chat thing, blop. So this is Nintendo's uh, financial report for the year, and at the very end, they have a page dedicated to games that are, you know, scheduled to come out in the uh, what you call it in this year and on. And right now, for Um, For the United States, the games that we're looking at are Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. And that's uh, February 12th. So not this week, but next week. Very excited about that game. Uh, Bravely Default 2 on February 26th. So that's cool. Okay. New Pokemon Snap, April 30th. And then the last three are Bayonetta 3, TBA... Metroid Prime 4 TBA and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel TBA. And that's it. <laughs>
2: so Wait, where's uh Wait, did, I... did you say No More Heroes?
0: No, No More Heroes is not on here. What? Yep. <laughs> so I don't know if this <laughs> if this includes or does not include third-party titles. I guess it I mean it must, right? Well, Bayonetta 3 is technically a Nintendo published title. Um
1: Hmm. But Bravely so, so is, is No
0: More Heroes Three, though. So I don't know. But this is this is on their own financial report that these are the games that they're listing for the United States. And uh, man,
2: <laughs> it's... this would be a great head fake. You put like you put nothing on the calendar, and you toss it out. You leak it to the wild. Yeah, and then uh, you surprise everyone. Psych. But
0: we're dropping this. And the, the funny thing is, is like I mean. So we saw another article earlier this week on Bayonetta 3 specifically where the developer um what's his name? Oh my god, his name is escaping me. The Platinum Games guy.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, G-G we're McCarty? talking about Bayonetta 3. Yeah.
0: How he basically told the audiences to I mean not not exactly, but he essentially said, you know, he wants everyone to forget that Bayonetta 3 is even a thing so that when it does come out it'll be a big surprise for everybody.
1: Yeah, and, and everybody's like, okay, that if sounds we're, good. We're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Hideki Kamiya. Hideki Kamiya, that's right. Why did I think Shinjim Kamiya? That's the Resident Evil guy. Oh, no, I mean, uh, it, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, so we have that game where the developer themselves are like, let's just not even talk about that game at all, you know? And then, you know, Breath of the Wild sequel and uh, Metroid Prime 4 are just like nothing. So, basically, we don't have any idea about anything that's coming out past April, which is just I, I don't know. It's like it's a little shocking to me. Part of me is wondering if they're saying this because it's like warming up to like a Switch Pro kind of situation. You know, like maybe they don't want to talk about games just yet because they're going to maybe try to launch a new system. I don't know.
2: How how could they not? Yeah. Like, I'm surprised it's taken this long, but I the would The Switch is yeah. not a powerful console, and now if it's it, up against
1: If it came out with a new version, uh, I would 100% buy that and give this one out to like one of my other friends who doesn't have it. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. I think, I think anybody who has a switch is feeling the same way. Um, And honestly, after playing a game like Hyrule Warriors, like it's, it's great, you know, but it's got, it's dropping frames like a mofo. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's not a smooth running game all the time.
1: It's part of the experience. Justin, how many times? It's more epic. I, I believe the
2: switch is as or less powerful than a Wii U. Yeah. That's just crazy Actually, because I that's my Wii
0: U the other day, weirdly so enough.
2: old at this point, and you're up against the PS5 and Xbox Series X.
0: Yeah, it's like, come on. And I know Nintendo's whole philosophy is like, you know, go lower tech and focus on making fun games. And it's like, I get that, but like there are technical limitations to the types of games you're making like well, you play hyrule warriors and it's kind of yeah. obvious that it's dropping frames like crazy and it's impeding gameplay to a certain I, extent you know
2: and i i can get on board with them being like right experience experiential but they normally historically they've been we'll call it one generation behind yeah i kind of feel like they're two or three at this point you know the yeah. wii u was underpowered too so we're like we're just, we're way in the background at this point. But
1: I mean, it, Nintendo's been killing it without having to be on that same conversation. I will say I, that I I'm would not like, talking.
2: I'm not talking about the success of the company, yeah, but like right. as a consumer, this thing's
1: ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's, I it's would like kind of, something stronger than the Switch. This is for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that software is where all of Nintendo stuff is at. If they even had just like a console version that I couldn't pick up. No, that's not true. I really like the Switch because I, I it up. I'm
2: really not. tired. I'm really tired of walking around in an open world setting on a switch and having the grass, be all textures, like yeah. just a flat grass texture and like Pokemon or even the new Pokemon snap or like breath of the wild did it well, but so many games, it's just like hexago- hexagonal like patterns yeah. of grass.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's surprising. Cause I mean, yeah, I think Nintendo does lean very heavily on their software to, you know, get people excited about their consoles and stuff. But I mean, based on what I'm looking at with this schedule, it's like they like their software offering for this year is just not super strong. And I'm sure that part of that is based is because of COVID and stuff. But like, I mean, fuck, dude, like
1: I feel
2: like they have let's be generous and say they have five or six strong, like first party IPs. Like we'll even say five, but just pick one. And put them out one one every five years or something like then next year we're like oh shit it's donkey kong year what, what's it gonna be yeah but i guess that, I just that'd be fun to, like
0: i i just want to know that there's stuff in the chamber you know what i mean like, yeah there's stuff on the way so like even something like the breath of the wild sequel like i i imagine that one of these three games bayonetta 3 metroid prime 4 or breath of the wild is going to be a holiday title i feel like it has to be you know what i mean like they need a big holiday title for this year, so let's let's be ambitious and say that it's going to be Zelda. Like, I, I I don't you know what it is. I think it's like, I think they're like many months late on a Nintendo Direct. I feel like we just need something that's going to kind of like pace out the next few months for us. Because right now I'm looking at like you know February and like that's it. <laughs> like that's all we've got to really get
2: excited about. Yeah, we, uh, um, we need a new Smash character. I is think that it? Yeah.
1: I would like to play Smash more, actually. <laughs> I've been mean, having that itch recently. I just haven't I haven't no I I I don't know how to tell you this. I just want to play more Smash, but I don't think anybody wants to play Smash. <laughs> I
2: want to play Smash. We're just not oh, I oh like you do? In, I wanna play in person. It's like Yeah, me too. It's different like juggling, plugging my headphones in and yeah. talking Calling
0: on the phone, on the phone. <laughs> if I can play Smash oh Brothers God, did, online. You, did you actually see that uh that Nintendo commercial? Uh, I can't remember who was in it. I think it was like Brie Larson or something. But it was... Uh, I don't know. It was some commercial where they they were... It was like a COVID commercial. And they're playing Mario Kart and stuff online. But they have like a laptop set up next to them where they're video chatting for each other. And somebody wrote an article that's like, Nintendo's most recent commercial highlights the biggest problem with Nintendo Online, which is that it's there's no voice chat. It's it's just silly, man. It's uh, like I just don't get it. Like clearly, it you funny. know that people want to communicate while they're playing games online. Like, why wouldn't you not create the infrastructure for people to do that? Like, oh, it's just silly.
1: Yeah. I, speaking of Nintendo's infrastructure and like architecture, have you heard of the recent updates with Nintendo's multiplayer service uh, services? No. And like. So hilariously, I, I'm literally just uh, scrolling through Twitter beforehand and it's literally telling uh, people are saying that they've been using the same like internet kind of uh, code with their multiplayer servers, or multiplayer code base that is two decades old. They nice. haven't changed it in two decades, it's saying. So they're still using they're, Nintendo. They're saying with Splatoon 2, everybody's making a meme about Splatoon 2's multiplayer being on Windows 98.
0: That's <laughs> I mean...
1: It says Twitter whatever, user oatmeal. Sorry, you're on what? No, it's it's like whatever they
0: were using for uh, like Nintendo Wi-Fi connection. Like, do you remember playing like Brawl online and how just absolute garbage that was? I, I have Dude. it.
2: I have it on on record that it, it their servers are actually seventy five Nintendo sixty four hooked up to each other.
1: Oh my god! Oh. So it's. It, it's saying right now it says nintendo is replacing its multiplayer server system nex used in most if not all of their online games since 3ds and wii u with a new system called npln the monster hunter rise demo was the very first game you to use this in public Mm. so they make a joke saying that splatoon 2 is also using all of this stuff like all of these online servers uh services are being used by this very old system and they're finally going to update it
0: see this is the killer with something like monster hunter right like I have heard from a lot of people that the new Monster Hunter Rise demo is like really good, like really really good. Um like a lot of people are very happy about it. But uh I have like my interest in playing that is so low now because like you you can't party with anybody. What am I going to call you guys yeah. on the phone? Like what the fuck,
2: <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. Wait, is that a Switch exclusive?
0: Yes. Fuck! Really? <laughs> it
1: looks really good too. I forgot does, about I've that. Been, it yeah, does look good. Just after you like, told me that.
0: I just don't uh, want to I just it's almost I like mean, out of principle I don't want to deal with their just Nintendo
2: bullcrap. To... I've been like I think I've been plugging my phone in and then slipping the earbud under my bigger headphones where I have the game audio. Wow. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts.
0: Yeah. But I do it. It's <laughs> just it's just a ridiculous thing. And it's funny cuz like, you know, I was uh The last time I was playing Smash, I was playing with, you know, two of my friends from, like, way back in the day. Like, these guys that I used to hang out with, like, in high school. And I haven't, like, talked to or hung out with them in the longest time. But, like, I know that they're both on Switch now. But, like, it's such a nightmare to be, like, like, even just to coordinate, like, okay, I'll be on this time, you be on this time, and then I'll call you on the phone. And then, like, we'll three-way call our other friend in, and we'll play this thing. And I'm like... I'm like you're actively making it more difficult for me to build bridges between my old friends. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Uh, it's the worst. It's the worst.
1: It's really yeah, bad. It's funny how they try to build in the, uh, uh, I don't know, the uh, inefficiencies into like the story of using the product or something. It's weird. What is the
2: Is the app helpful at all? Like, we use that for a hot minute.
1: <laughs> it was like, interesting. It was the... good to use for Animal Crossing, right? Mainly because you can text. Without like you can text without having to fucking go into the game. I'm cursing oh. a lot tonight. I apologize in advance. Uh, you can go into the game and you can text with um, which mall with the phone, and it's way easier. But it's I still didn't, highly limited. Highly limited. You, time. App. you I get like 40
0: characters. So oh, I haven't opened this in so long.
1: Yeah, I know. I haven't opened Animal Crossing. I, I can't imagine my animals are doing very well without me. And
0: then it has like apps in the apps. Like I, I just can't.
1: Why is it called Animal Crossing? Don't worry about that. It used to be called the Animal Forest <laughs> in Japan. I don't know if it's much better. It's uh, uh, animals crossing with humans. You see? Uh, they're like uh, animal, humans.
0: Crossing, over
1: animal crossing human reality. All right, let's move on from the subject. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's dark. Uh,
0: so there's not, not much other news. One of the things that Alex brought up, which I thought was pretty interesting, was apparently Google uh, has shut down all of its internal studios for stadia so remember when they were announcing stadia and they're like oh man we know exclusives make the platform so like we're opening these studios and hiring all these devs or whatever psych <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're all gone now <laughs> and it was before they even put out a single game
0: like what are you and... what are your guys feelings on stadia now like i it's almost completely removed from any conversation that i've heard like the only use cases that i've heard of it being good was like for cyberpunk so because like you're essentially pinging a ridiculously souped up computer to stream that game but like i don't have a single friend who's using that in any sort of real capacity uh i have
1: one friend i haven't talked to him in a while but he was using it and he was very happy about it. He was like, Yeah, it does everything I want it to do. Uh, you know, I get to play all these games whenever I want without having to like do any real work. Um, and it, it works pretty well. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So, like, you're so it the definitely satiates right now. <laughs> it it satiates some target, but uh I don't talk to that guy anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: We're not friends. So- <laughs>
2: no. One you- of the- So the top comment on this post was asking, like, hey, so what happens to my games if Google Stadia shuts down? And the top response was, you know what happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, so six hours ago, uh, Steven Totilo, who, uh, editor-in-chief of Kotaku, says yeah. Google shuts down its internal Stadia game studio. Stadia services continue and will still see more third-party games, but focus is now on partnering with other companies.
0: Of course it does, because they realize that like... They don't have the secret sauce, you know?
1: No. And now it's just, just another console, essentially. And that's how they have to play it for now. Exactly
2: making right. games is not easy. Mask Amazon.
1: <laughs> there it is. Making <laughs> games is easy.
0: That was a hilarious post. I saw another one that was like, Amazon can make literally anything except a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a, there, a sick burn.
1: What was, was their recent video game that they made? Uh, Crucible. Crucible, yeah, that's right. Uh, I was going to say
0: Citadel or something. <laughs> I mean and, in, a,
1: in a weird way isn't that a, isn't that a good testament to video games and how like much, how difficult of an art medium that is to achieve actual success it I, can't I just be a, made.
2: I think that's a good take on it yeah like I, that actually makes me feel pretty good about it that you can't just you can't just buy, buy your way in
1: game. right you got to have some level of inspiration in you to make a good game thank god
2: it, it's like if it, this is a weird analogy but it's like i feels better when you look at like uh, Jeff Jeff Bezos cuz you're like if that guy can't regrow his hair there's no way it's happening for me
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's oh hilarious. that is fucking hilarious
2: there, it's proof sorry, I again <laughs> oh my gosh it is proof same with same with LeBron you can tell he's trying but sorry LeBron it, just, it's, it's not,
0: all down keep up it's with it's all below the gym. jeans you know
1: Yeah, that is interesting. That is interesting. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think we should take that as a I mean, I'm not gonna say a win, necessarily, because obviously, you want companies to do well in the gaming industry and make cooler things, right? I think Stadia definitely had some good ideas. Maybe it's just not there yet, as far as technology. But uh, realistically, I will say the positive silver lining to this is uh, money can't buy amazing games.
0: You know what it is? I I think much of my dissent for... EA
1: is a perfect example
2: of this.
0: I think much of my dissent for stuff like Google Stadia and Amazon getting involved in games is I just don't... Like, I see those companies as, like, the arbiters of, like, the homogenization of games. Like, I just don't want, like, it just to... Because, you know, if you bring everything together and you just kind of like flatten it all out it just seems like less special whereas like now it's like i go to nintendo for a specific kind of experience and then i go to sony for a specific yeah, kind yeah. of experience whereas like google is like well we're just going to make the everyman's gaming platform yeah. and same thing with amazon it's like that doesn't really appeal to me you know what i mean like then
2: well, do you have a complicated relationship with uh, microsoft since they're buying all these studios does that flatten it
0: so honestly game pass definitely did that for sure originally where i was just like okay like you know now you're you're just gonna feed me the games that you think that i want to be playing but the the actual value there is different it's kind of about the way that you interact with it there but i do look at at uh the xbox as the third console you know what i mean like there's nintendo world there's sony world and then there's just like kind of everything else or if, like, I don't have any sort of, like, specific desire to play something on one of these other two consoles, I'll play it there. Or if, like, I have access to a game that I'm, like, sort of interested in, I'll play it there. Like, a good example kinda, of this is that game Cyber Shadow, the new one from Yacht Club. Uh, that yeah. was free on Game Pass. And, like, I kind of want to play that <laughs> game. I wasn't going to buy it, but, like, now I can just play it for free on Game Pass. And I'm like, okay, that's cool.
1: It's funny because, like, when I think about it, you're. it's like the differences between, like, uh, this is going to be a stretch, right? But Or maybe it's not like Disney plus versus Netflix. It's like, Mm -hmm. if I want the Disney experience, I go to Disney plus, uh, there's Disney movies on Netflix, but, uh, I'm going into like Disney plus. Yeah. And then you go to Netflix and it's like everything else. But, uh, when I think about like Xbox, it's like, I feel like you still have like, it's just, it's lowering the barrier to entry. It's like the access is there. And now you get to pick between all these amazing games made by all these amazing studios.
0: Yeah. Versus like,
1: when you think about like Stadia opening up their own studio or Amazon opening up their own studio. And that's the only thing that I, I really concentrate on is like this idea of um, yeah you can't just buy good studio like inspiration you can't just buy a good piece of art you have to actually have like good artists behind it yeah yeah and
2: i think i think we need to take a step back from that too like that feeling that you're getting Skirbo, from mm. going to nintendo and going to playstation uh, is not i think you can ident- you can you can quantify that a little bit too yeah um, because that's from you need that identity. You get that from special games that they have cultivated over years. Yeah. Um, and Xbox had that. They had that with Halo and they had that with Gears. And I feel like that's sort of been watered down. But totally. Nintendo and PlayStation have really done a good job with that. But I think there's really something to be said if Amazon and Google were serious about getting into the game, to not try to join the club with Crucible, which is a multi, uh, like a Battle Royale esque yeah, or it's in game. Thing, I don't know. Something like, like that. Hero based, whatever. Um, you like you, you should come in swinging with a really interesting, like new IP. That's going to be your identity that you can lean on for years. Like that, that says a lot. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm honestly, the more, the more I've interacted with my Xbox, cause I've been interacting with the Xbox a lot more recently. It, it's like making me hope that they can do that again, that Microsoft can do it again. Uh, a weird analogy that i can give for this is like you know uh nintendo world super nintendo world that's coming to universal like yeah. that makes all the sense in the world to me you know what i mean but like i could not see them making a microsoft world you know what i mean like that doesn't make yeah, sense to. or point. or better yet a google or amazon world like nah like that 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 just doesn't feel right
2: i could weird. see i could see a google world that would look like hooli Right? From, uh, Silicon <laughs> from Silicon Valley? Silicon
0: Valley, yeah. It's, I think but, it's just like, there. it feels like Nintendo has a specific identity. And I think Sony has a specific identity. And I think Xbox, to a certain degree, I'd say as far as like a confident identity, Xbox is like a little more than halfway there, but they're not there yet. You know what I mean? Uh, Google and Amazon are just trying to like steal their identity from everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, right. and that's that. why it feels like, Ingenuine or disingenuous, you know.
2: Like, think I think Crucible, by all accounts, was a good game. Like, I don't think it was. I don't know if it failed because it was a bad game. It just wasn't. I just don't know. You know, it wasn't fresh. It. Yeah, it was just another game. It was just another arena game.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a it's a crazy world out there. It's a crazy world out there, and I don't know what they would have done or could have done to make something like that succeed. But uh, it's clear to me that like. You know with this move from google they're just they're kind of now going further down that path of sort of like homogenizing games like they'll just be like it'll be more of an accessibility play rather than like a you know google platform kind of thing you know and they
2: and they, and they keep canceling projects like this too so it's really not they're not rewarding their early adopters yeah yeah it's
0: an interesting thing i mean i want to i'm mostly interested to see what kind of games we have to look forward to for the rest of the year. Cause as much as I love the fact that we can kind of play whatever we want right now, I, I don't know. I, I'm feeling like, you know, now that returnals pushed back and Nintendo's basically got, you know, nothing really going on. I'm like, yeah, what, what are we, what, what are we looking forward to? You know what I mean? Like I, I need it's to like the theme of ever
1: every time. podcast in the past, like couple of weeks. Right. What are we looking at? guys? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that's cause we've been, I think we were all banking as gamers and, on cyberpunk driving us through this
1: beginning yeah.
0: part of yeah. the year that's so true that's so true
1: but it is weirdly it's weirdly freeing also to think ah, i'm not looking in i'm not looking forward to anything in particular so now i can spend a little energy looking at what i already have you know not that's even exactly. just the games that you already own but like the games that have been out for a while that maybe you wanted to turn back to it's like weirdly refreshing in that sense
0: i've been playing a lot of retro and it feels great it feels great yeah. to play that and feel like I'm not taking time away from something else, you know?
2: Right. I feel like you should, maybe you should use this time scare, book for like, uh, to play that horizon again, just to prepare Mm -hmm. for the new one. That's true. true. That was was one of those games you squeezed in before uh, breath Breath of the the wild. wild. Yeah.
0: And that's, you know, that's a good point. And I've entertained that idea, but I haven't really like taken it too seriously. Maybe that's what I'll do after I finish, uh, the medium.
2: Hmm. That, that's one of those games where you might want to um, start from the beginning re- start from the beginning again. Yes. But resist the urge to do everything yeah. because it's an open world game. And I, for in the middle chunk of that game, I got lost in the yeah. side quest and I lost the, tr- the trail of yeah, the yeah. story and the story is really good. Okay. So it's worth it to continue going. Like that's what really picked the momentum back up for me when I rejoined those stories, okay. story missions.
0: Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll pro tip into that world i think that would be something worth doing i mean that's kind of like the only like first party sony exclusive they really haven't had much context with you know Hmm. an interesting thought there alex thanks uh guys i think we've uh we've hit our time today that's all right wow really that was so fast It, it blew by it blew by um Yeah, so we'll be back next week with uh, episode 220 of the podcast. That's an interesting number. Uh, But for now... (laughs)
2: That is is an interesting number.
0: It is. Wow. Uh, But for now, thank you, Alex. And thank you, Justin.
1: And... Thank you, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) We're a fifth way through 300, guys. That's uh, quite astounding. (laughs) It is kind of crazy. We will hit it before the end of this year. Maybe.
0: Do I know how weeks work?
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's only uh, the fifth week. Yeah, you got me. it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: thank you, everybody, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace, bye everybody. Bye. bye.